The Giants are in third place in the National League race, two and a half games back of the Dodgers. The Dodgers won last night to hold their lead of one and a half games over Cincinnati. In fourth place, Milwaukee, they trail two and a half back, a percentage point behind the Giants. Pittsburgh in fifth place, they are six games back, and then Philadelphia. In the overall important loss column, the San Francisco Giants have lost 56 ball games, and the Dodgers have lost 56 along with Cincinnati. Milwaukee has lost 57, Pittsburgh 62, and Philadelphia 62. New York Mets have a record of 43 and 87 going for them. They're trying to come up with a year that will top last year's record, all-time high wins of 53 ball games. So the Mets need 10 more to tie that overall position. Now the New York Mets have taken the field. It'll be Eddie Cranepool at first base, Ron Hunt at second base. The shortstop is Roy McMillan, the third baseman, Charlie Smith. Out in the outfield, going from left to right, Ron Svoboda in left field. In center field, Johnny Lewis. In right field, Joe Christopher. The catcher will be Johnny Stevenson. And waiting now for the pitcher, Jack Fisher, to come out on the field and take his position on the 50 rubber. Action in the National League scheduled around on a full Sunday afternoon and also the American League. We'll bring you right up to date on the action that has taken place in just a moment. But right now, our National Anthem. Matty playing right field, hitting 236. 
And the first pitch is swung on and fouled out of play, strike one. Jack Fisher with a record of 8 and 16 on the mound for the Mets. Lifetime record in the major leagues, 54 wins and 82 losses. He is 0-3 this season against his former teammates, the San Francisco Giants. In lifetime, he has won one and lost six against them. One strike count on Matty Alou, left-hand batter. The pitch back and it pops up back of home plate. Johnny Stevenson with a chance. He goes back to the screen. He makes the play. Put one away, the first man in the ball game, and the batter coming up will be the left fielder Len Gabrielson. Gabrielson, a left-hand batter with an average of 3.02, seven home runs, 22 runs batted in. Pitch is low for ball one. One ball, no strike. Hamilton acquired from the Chicago Cubs. Big, strong left-hand batter. Out of the University of Southern California. Change of pace, it's inside and low. Ball two. Two balls, no strike. One man out in the top of the first. The Giants against the New York Mets. And the next pitch is low, and it's ball three. Three and all, and the on-deck batters were made. Standings on the message board right now. Join the Dodgers in first place by a game and a half. Next pitch is inside, ball four, and that block cables to brings up little man. Thank you. 
down in the first, no runs on one hit, no errors, and no one left on in the score. At the end of one half inning, the Giants nothing, the Mets coming up. Now a word from Viceroy Cigarettes. Which filter cigarette should you be enjoying today? Some brands taste too strong, as if they didn't even have a filter. And some taste too light. You know the kind. They never seem to satisfy your taste. But there is an answer, and here it is. White boy got the taste that's right. Not too strong and not too light. The taste that's right. That's right. Viceroy. The fact is, Viceroy is specifically designed to taste the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the taste that's right. When you try them, you'll agree. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Not too strong and not too light. The taste that's right. Bottom half, the first inning. The first half inning put away, and the Mets coming up the bat for the first time off pitcher Bob Bullock. Bob is a right-hand pitcher with a record of 7-4. and four. He'll be pitching to Ron Hunt. That's his first pitching chore. Ron coming up with that four hits and eight times up in this series so far. First two games put away. And the four hits have all been two base hits. Ron now with ten doubles on the season. Ten of his 23 hits have been for two bases. He's batting at 253. He'll be followed by Johnny Lewis and then Ed Green ball. Bob Poland, the big, strong right-hander in the mound. He throws hard. Six foot four, 200 pounds. His first pitch, curveball fouled over the top of the screen, strike one. Poland is 27 years of age. Make it 26 years of age. He was born January 29, 1939. Resides in Hickory Grove, South Carolina. Originally signed by the Giants. Played his first year back in 1957. Next pitch is a fastball inside. Ron tries to get out of the way, and it's off his bat against the screen. Strike two. Born last year, 6-9 and nine with the Giants in 38 ball games. Year before, 10-6. and six. This is his 35th appearance, and only his seventh start. His pitch back is high, and one ball, two strikes. One ball, two strikes, and Ron Hunt, as he leads off for the Mets, no score. Final game of this three-game series, single game today. Next pitch is high and tight again, it's ball two. Count evens out at two and two. Willie McCovey at first base at second Hallinier at shortstop Tito Fuentes at third base Jim Ray Hart outfield Len Gableson in left Willie Mays in center and Matty Alou in right catcher's Tom Haller and the next pitch is foul back on the screen as Ron Hunt keeps the count at two and two Mitchell will have the day off on Monday and take up again against Houston for five games. Pitch is high, a fastball up too high, and Juan Hunt has worked the count to three balls and two strikes. 
Don has played in only 28 previous ball games this year. It's been a tough year for him. He was out twice with injuries. One time for almost three months with a shoulder separation. 3-2 pitch. Way inside and hits the curveball. He goes to first base. Hit by a pitch ball. Ron, as he went down to first base, threw his bat at the ball, which rolled over by the first base side of the foul. I just tossed his bat at it. You notice anything about Ron, you notice that he does nothing to help the other club. If somebody happens to let a bat go out towards second base on a missed swing, he won't pick it up. He'll make the other club get it. He's all for one thing, and that's to win and do it completely on your own. That'll bring up Johnny Lewis. Johnny, a left-hand batter, hitting 248. He takes a call strike. John with 14 home runs and 39 runs batted in. Bolin checking with his catcher, Tom Haller. Ron Hunt at first base, leading off. And the next pitch is way outside, a fastball missing. One ball, one strike. A throw to first base, but Hunt beats the tag. No score, no one out. Bottom half the first. Mets have their first batter on. The count is one and one on Johnny Lewis. Next pitch is fouled off, out of play. Count goes to one ball and two strikes. Down there with a cardboard box trying to catch the ball from the box and almost made it. He held it right above his head. It might have gone right on through and hit him on the head, but it was offline. What did they say? Get a basket, huh? One ball, two strikes. Pitch back to Lewis is swung on a miss, strike three. So Bob Bowler gets his first strike out, his first out in the ball game. That'll bring up Eddie Greenbull. batting 265 with eight home runs and 48 runs batted in. Green a left-hand batter, and his first pitch is outside, way outside, a one-hand grab by Tom Holler. Now he walks it back to the mound. So a conference just a short one at the mound, and then Howler back behind home plate. Ed is one for eight against the Giants. And his next pitch is swung on and missed. Strike one. One ball, one strike. On the pitch, Ron Hunt made a bluff as though he might be going to second. Howler came out in throwing position, ready to make a throw. He just joined us. The Mets picked two off base in the first inning. Then Gableson picked off at first base, and Willie Mays was thrown out trying to go down to second base, and the ball had got away from the catcher. Now a pitch out, but nothing on. No play at all. The count of two balls, one strike. One man out, bottom half the first. Bob Bolden pitching for the San Francisco Giants. His record seven and four. Then he throws to first base. Hunt has to get back in in a hurry. Got back faster than he had to. Made sort of a half slide back in. No tag made by Willie McCovey. Hunt off again as Bolin sets up on top. And the next delivery just hit deep to right field. Matty Alou back by the warning track. He tries to one-handed. This is the ball. Hunt over to third base. Made 
how there as the throw comes in, and Eddie Green Bull goes to second. It scored a two-base hit on the play. Matty Alou misjudged the ball, and at the last minute tried to jump in one-handed. He was not back far enough. He had stopped. Some more room to go back, but it goes as a two-base hit. So the Mets have their first hit. Runners at second and third, and Charlie Smith the batter. That two-base hit for Cranepool is 23rd. Club record is 28, held by Ron Hunt, who is on at third. Playing their infield back with the exception of Willie McCovey at first base. Charlie Smith, the batter, hitting 260. Charlie has 16 home runs, leads the club and runs batted in with 55. And his first pitch. Slider up too high, and it's ball one. One ball, no strikes. One ball, one strike. Now the next delivery, a swing and a foul tip. Fast ball by Bowler inside. Charlie going for it, fouled it off. Ball drop on the catcher, Tom Holler. One and one on Charlie Smith. And at one one, the next delivery is a curveball fouled off. Bob Bolin has a count in his favor. One ball and two strikes. On deck batter for the Mets, Joe Christopher. Mets trying to break in here in the bottom half of the first. One away, they have runners at second and third. And the one-two pitch to Smith. Swung on a miss, strike three. And Charlie Smith strikes out. Giants picking up their second out, and that'll bring up Joe Christopher. Two outs picked up by the Giants in this game have been both on strikeouts by Bob Bolden. Joe Christopher stepping in. He's batting 247 with four home runs and 34 runs batted in. First pitch, a curveball on the outside corner, taken for a strike. Infield play back all the way around with two men away. Runners at second and third, and the next pitch to Joe is a fastball high. Counted one ball, one strike. Richter has had one hit. In the series, one for eight. That was a double to left field. The double being his 11th this year. One ball, one strike. The next delivery is foul tipped to strike two. Joe with a half swing trying to keep the bat out of the way and still getting the bat out far enough in the strike zone to be nicked by the ball. The count at one ball and two strikes. Bolin checking with the catcher. He has the signs. Here's the pitch. It's inside for ball two. Fastball missing way inside. Two balls and two strikes. Christopher had to duck away on the pitch. 
two and two with runners at second and third. Ron Hood was hit by a pitch ball on a 3-2 pitch as a leadoff batter after Johnny Lewis struck out. Ed Greenville doubled off the glove of Matty Alou and right. The ball misplayed by Alou. Then Charlie Smith struck out. Now at 2-2, the pitch back to Joe Christopher is high for ball three. Down at three balls and two strikes. Beyond deck batter for the Mets is Johnny Stevenson, the left-hand batter. here, the pitch that Bob Bowen has that he likes to throw in a jam will be the pitch that will be coming up there with first base open. And at 3-2, curveball hit foul. So Christopher keeps the count at three balls and two strikes in the foul ball. at third base, moving up. Ed Cranepool at second. And again a 3-2. Fastball swung on him at strike three. So far, Bolton leaves two on the bases, giving up one hit, hitting one batter, and striking out three. No run. And the score at the end of one, the Giants nothing, the Mets nothing. Well, this is the last appearance for the Giants in Jay Stadium. But the Mets still have plenty of baseball left to play. In fact, they'll be playing double duty on Tuesday night against the Houston Astros. It'll be a twi-night doubleheader starting at 6 p.m. And following that, another doubleheader on Wednesday afternoon. Game time will be at 1 o'clock on Wednesday afternoon. Mets playing a total of five games against the Astros in the next series. The final game will be Thursday afternoon on September 2nd, and that will close out the homestand as the Mets play five with Houston. So make your arrangements to come on out and join in on the double fun. Friday on Tuesday night starting at 6 o'clock and on Wednesday a doubleheader starting at 1 p.m. A single game to close out the series on Thursday afternoon. Right now we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. And this is your station for Mets Baseball in the Northeast. WGY 810 the Islands Connectedy. The time is 2.28. Kinder, along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Shea Stadium. Actually, Lindsey is not here at Shea Stadium. He's flying above it. Reporting the ball game on television from a point high in the air. First man up will be Willie McCovey. He was left at home plate, but Willie Mays tried to go down to second base, and the ball had got away from Johnny Stevenson. And the first pitch is strike one on Willie McCovey. Willie batting for the first time officially in the ball game has a 280 average. 32 home runs and 72 runs right it in. Curveball by Fisher is in. It breaks over on the outside corner. Strike two. Covey two for seven in the first two ball games. Both of those hits were home runs. One of them off the scoreboard in right field. A tremendous drive. Change up it down to first base foul. Ball kicked by Eddie Greenball as he comes over to pick it up. Count stays at strike two. Mets had two base runners in the first. The Giants had two base runners in the first. So the ball game all even. Both teams with one hit and no score. First base umpire Mel Steiner checking out the ball. 
was thrown to him by Jack Fisher. Now Jack has it back. There's Lindsay right now, just floating by in the Goodyear blip. Now two strikes to pitch back to McCovey is fouled off. They've even got the door open on the gondola underneath the blimp part. Maybe Lindsay's going to try a parachute jump. Lindsay Nelson's our man in charge of all altitudes. He was the fellow who went up to the top of the Astrodome, too. Now again at two strikes. And a ball hit down to first base off the handle. McCovey doesn't even run as Trainpool comes up and goes over to the back. McCovey just trotting on down to first base. He goes all the way down, tags the bag, and then kind of lumbers off. Now the Mets have one away in the top of the second. The batter will be Jim Ray Hart. Hart, a right-hand batter, hitting 297 this year with 16 home runs and 68 runs batted in. Hart last year in his freshman year had 31 home runs. Batted at 286. First pitch to him is inside. It's ball one. Parade in the previous two games. One of them a long home run with two on. His pitch back is a slider over. It's one ball and one strike. One ball, one strike. Jack Fisher back again. A sidearm curveball. It stays inside. So again, now two balls, one strike. Jack started his major league work with the Baltimore Orioles, went over to San Francisco, and then the Mets picked him up in a special draft, and he has done quite a job for the Mets. His 2-1 delivery hit foul, a fastball, swung on and fouled to the right side. Counted two balls and two strikes. One away, we're in the top of the second, no score in the ballgame. Mets against the Giants. Delivery by Fisher is a fastball punched out into right center field. The ball high in the air. Time for Lewis to get to it. He makes the catch. Good running play by Johnny Lewis. If you want to know whether the ball is live or not, that was a check swing. And the ball was caught about 365 feet away in right center field. He tried to hold up on the ball. That'll bring up the catcher, Tom Howler. Tom, a left-hand batter. His average at 2.44. Ten home runs and 34 runs batted in. He takes the first pitch. It's low. A rain gold chug-a-mug is a wide-mouthed glass mug that holds 12 ounces of beer. And it even feels right when you pick it up. They're just about the handiest first punches in town. You'll find special chug-a-mug displays in your area. Next pitch is popped up back at second. Roy McMillan calling for it, glasses down. Moving out now a little further in the center field, and he makes the play. That retires the side in order, and the score at the end of one and a half innings, the Mets nothing, the Giants nothing. You've been wondering what Swedish Americans sing after the smorgasbord. Listen to this.
Valerie is a song that Swedish-Americans sing over and over at their parties and picnics until they raise a fearful thirst. Then they change their tune. Halon Gore is a traditional Swedish drinking song, and often the beer they drink is Rheingold Extra Dry. In fact, in New York City, where there are more Swedes than in all of Huskvarna, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. Why do Swedish Americans like Rheingold? We don't know, but we must be doing something right. Strike two. 
The Gemini Pie space flight is over, and the astronauts Gordon Cooper and Pete Conrad say they are feeling fine and are willing to go up next week if necessary. Doctors aboard the aircraft carrier Lake Champlain say that astronauts are in amazingly excellent condition and are perfectly happy. Two strike pitch hit in the left field of base set. Roy McMillan on a curveball coming up at first base with the Mets' second hit of the game. That'll bring up Jack Fisher. To continue with the Gemini report, Cooper and Conrad indicated that what they wanted most was some sleep and a shade. Mission director Christopher Kraft says he is fairly certain the Gemini 5 ran out of fuel just prior to splashdown. Kraft said in Houston, the gauge was reading below zero at the time. Sounds like the way we all drive our cars. Next pitch back is outside a fastball for ball one. Jack Fisher, the batter, hitting at 167. Roy McMillan at first base. And Bowler now back again, and the fastball is fouled off. The count at one ball, one strike. Fisher's had 11 hits so far this year, and 66 times up. Two of the hits have been two base hits. He has driven in two runs. Nothing-nothing ball game. And the next delivery, a fastball low and away, ball two. A backhand catch by Tom Howard. Two balls, one strike. Balling again. And the curve is inside. It's three balls and one strike on Jack Fisher with Ron Hunt on deck. Balls, one strike. Bowling back to Fisher. And a swing at a fastball. Strike two. That fills it out, and Roy McMillan at first base will be going on the next pitch. Three and two with two away in the bottom half of the second. No score. McMillan runs, and the three-two pitch is high for ball four. So Roy eases up going into second base, and Jack Fisher walks to first. That is the first walk issued by Bob Bowling. He did put Ron Hunt on when he hit him with a 3-2 pitch his first time up. Ron batting at 2.53. And batting with runners at first and second base. Time called if Jack Fisher puts on a jacket. It's a very... Autumn type day here at Shea Stadium. Temperature is right around 70 degrees. Right now the sun has been blotted out. A little bit overcast. A swing at the first pitch by Ron Hunt on the slider at strike one. Mets have had runners on the bases in this ball game previous to this inning. In the first, they had runners at second and third, but Roland tightened up and struck out Charlie Smith and Joe Christopher to leave them there. In that inning, he also struck out Johnny Lewis, so he struck out the side in the first. Bobby Wine has hit a home run in the third for the Phillies, so they have scored at least four runs in the third, and they lead by at least seven to nothing over the Dodgers. Next pitch is a curve on the inside corner, strike two. Ron Hunt thought the pitch was inside. 
Bernardo Steen knocked out of the box. Nick Wilhite now pitching for the Dodgers. Home run coming off Wilhite. And the two-strike delivery. High side fastball. One ball, two strikes. Run ducking away. Now the next pitch, fastball fouled off. Ball right in tight. Ron fouled it over the top of the screen. One ball, two strikes. Roy McMillan back to second base. Jack Fisher on at first. No score in the game. Two men away in the bottom half of the second. And the next delivery, curveball hit fouled on the left field line. Ron just out in front. Ball going into the stands, and the count remains at one ball and two strikes. Although the Giants have a powerful-looking ball club with such names as Willie Mays, and he is powerful, they have done a lot of their winning on their fine pitching. Now the next pitch is a curveball inside, two balls and two strikes. With Willie Mays, Willie McCovey, Jim Ray Hart, Len Gamblesen, the Giants present a very formidable crew with the bat, but they don't score a lot of runs, and when they do score runs, they score them in clusters. And it's been good pitching that has held them in tight in this race. 2-2 two -two pitch is hit foul again. This one off the end of the bat, and Ron Hunt stays alive. The ball is caught as it went into the stand. By one of the spectators. Good pitching by Bob Boland, Frank Lindsay in relief, Matanori Morikami in relief, Bob Shaw, and even Warren Spahn has chipped in for two out of three. Now again a foul ball. Oh, Ron Hunt battles away against Bob Boland. Now staying at two balls and two strikes. Phillies scored five runs in the third, so they lead by a score of 8-0 over the Dodgers. Ball game going to the top of the fourth. Ray Culp, the beneficiary of those eight runs, working for Philadelphia. Two balls, two strikes. Bowling will try again. His next delivery. Fastball swung on and missed strike three. So Bowling gets his fourth strikeout. And a game in... In the clutch against Ron Hunt. In the inning, no run. One hit, no errors, and a walk. Two men left. And the score at the end of two, the Mets nothing, the Giants nothing. Well, the New York Mets have put their final revised edition of the New York Met yearbook out for purchase. Right here at the ballpark, available all the time. It has up-to-date information on all the newcomers, Dave Otter, who just came up from Atlanta, for example, where he won 11 and lost one. One of the new relief pitchers for the Mets that also has up-to-date information on Casey Stengel and how he is coming along. And incidentally, Casey is coming along in good shape. He goes out for walks and strolls now, up and walking after his operation for a displaced fracture of his hip. 
Also, you can get up to date on all the Met players that have been here right along in this year of 1965. Ron Swoboda with picture and also information about his background. Johnny Lewis, Joe Christopher. Keep track of what Mets are doing what and what records they are breaking that belong to the Met Ball Club. Don't forget that you can get yours by mail by simply sending in 50 cents to Met Yearbook. Address it to Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York. That's 50 cents to Met Yearbook, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York. Now the Giants coming up in the top of the third. No score in the ball game, and the first man up will be Hal there. Hal batting for the first time. A right-hand batter hitting at 2.33. And Fisher with his first pitch is popped down the right field line. Ron Hunt has a long run. Is he going to get good? He can't. Ball dropped in. Here goes in the second base and holds there. Little pop double down the right field line. It dropped right near the line in back of Eddie Greenpool who was going out in front of Joe Christopher who was coming in and also just beyond the reach of Ron Hunt as he came from his second base position. Ron went about 120 feet trying to get to the ball. All the Giants have a base runner at second base for the first time in the ballgame with no one out in the top of the third and the batter coming up is the shortstop, Tito Fuente. On that pitch, Alan there was pulled just first of the curveball that was outside. Fuentes has no home runs and no runs batted in. He's batting 175, a right-hand batter, and he fouls the first pitch, strike one. Strike count on the right-hand batter. Fuentes was recalled from Tacoma, where he batted 311, had 19 home runs. Joined the club about 10 days ago. His one-strike delivery. Fastball bunted towards second base. It should be a base hit. Coming in is Ron Hunt. He has no play. Perfect punt by Fuentes. And on the play, Alanir moves to third. base hit for Fuentes, his eighth base hit in the major leagues and 41 times up. And the Giants threaten here with no one out in the top of the third. The batter will be the pitcher. What Mets are doing what and what records they are breaking that belong to the Mets Ball Club. Don't forget that you can get yours by mail by simply sending in 50 cents to Met Yearbook. Address it to Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York. That's 50 cents to Met Yearbook, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York. The Giants coming up in the top of the third. No score in the ball game, and the first man up will be Hal there. Hal batting for the first time. A right-hand batter hitting at 2.33. And Fisher with his first pitch is popped down the right field line. Ron Hunt has a long run. Is he going to get good? He can't make it. Here goes in the second base and holds there. Little pop double down the right field line. It dropped right near the line. And of Eddie Greenville, who was going out in front of Joe Christopher, who was coming in, and also just beyond the reach of Ron Hunt as he came from his second base position. Ron went about 120 feet trying to get to the ball. All the Giants have a base runner at second base for the first time in the ball game, but no one out in the top of the third, and the batter coming up is the shortstop, Tito Fuente. 
that pitch. Alanir was fooled, just punched the curveball, and was outside. Fuentes has no home runs and no runs batted in. He's batting 175, a right-hand batter, and he fouls the first pitch, strike one. Strike John on the right-hand batter. Fuentes was recalled from Tacoma, where he batted 3-11, had 19 home runs. Joined the club about 10 days ago. His one-strike delivery. Fastball bunted towards second base. It should be a base hit. Coming in is Ron Hunt. He has no play. Perfect punt by Fuentes. And on the play, Alonir moves to third.
first pitch by Fisher to a Lewis foul away. It's strike one. Fisher with a fastball over the outside part of the plate. Matty Lou loves to punt. He has great speed. Well, the Mets have their third baseman, Charlie Smith, even with the bag, and the infield has shortened up. Eddie Greenville also plays in front of the runner at first. One strike pitch is fouled off again. Strike two. Strike count. The Giants lead one nothing, scoring a run here in the top of the third. No one away. Now Cranepool has dropped back with a two-strike count, not looking for a bunt. And the next pitch is a slip pitch outside. A change-up missing. It's one ball, two strikes. runs batted in. And Fisher back to him with a curve that's hit down the line in foul territory. Cranepool back by the stand, and he can't get to it. He stumbles over the tarp down in right field, but he's not hurt. Ball going into the stands, and the count remains at one ball and two strikes. At the end of one and a half innings, Houston two, Pittsburgh nothing. Not a part against Bob Friend. At the end of one, Chicago nothing, Milwaukee nothing. Fall against Fisher. In the one half inning, St. Louis nothing. The Reds coming up. Sammy Ellis going for Cincinnati. Ray Sadecki pitching for the Cardinals. And at the end of three and a half, Philadelphia eight. The Dodgers nothing. Now Fisher at one two, and the next delivery is fouled into the dugout of the Giants, right by the on deck batter Len Gableson. He dives out of the way, and the ball goes into the dugout. Attention focused in the dugout right from our point. We can't see exactly if it hit anyone, but from the way the crowd gathered around, it looks like it might have hit Jesus Salou, who is now getting up and walking away. Not seriously. Either that or Orlando Cepeda. Next pitch is outside, and the count now two balls and two strikes. Cepeda walking up to the front part of the dugout, talking with the home plate umpire and also with some of the Mets players indicating that hit the ball out to the field. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch outside, and that fills it at three and two. Three and two with runners at first and third. No one away. We're in the top of the third. The Giants lead one nothing. And at three two, with the runner not going, the pitch is low and inside ball four, and that holds them up. loaded on the second walk issued by Jack Fisher. And the batter coming up is Len Gabrielson. Len, a left-hand batter, walked his first time up in four pitches ahead of Willie Mays. Gabrielson batting at 3.02. Now throwing along with Gordon Richardson, a left-hander, is Bob Moorhead, a right-hander. Out in the bullpen for the Mets. The first pitch to Gabrielson is swung on a miss, strike one. Gabrielson going for a high fastball. Pitch above the letters. And Fisher picking up a strike. 
Hamilton batting with seven home runs and 22 runs batted in. He's had one hit in the series against the Mets. That was a home run. His one strike pitch is inside at ball one. One ball, one strike. Mets with their infield back at first, second, and short. Still hoping to pick up two to give up one. Giants lead one nothing. Charlie Smith at third base is just about halfway. He can go anyway. Now the 1-1 pitch. It's hit down to second base. Picked up by Ron Hunt over to McMillan. He has no throw on the first base, but the fourth play is picked up at second. But on the play, the Giants score their second run. Pedro Fuentes coming across from third base. And moving on down to third on the play, Bob Bullock. So it's runners at first and third with Willie Mays coming up. He's got 40 home runs and 86 runs batted in. He's batting 325. He has been on a terror streak here in this month, having hit 16 home runs so far. Really, 5 for 9 against the Mets in the third. And Fisher now back at one hole, and the next pitch is in the dirt for the ball, too. And May says, look at the ball and throw a home plate umpire. Dan Landers takes a look and throws it out of play. Two balls, no strikes on Willie May. Fisher look at first and a throw there, but Gableson, who was picked off first base his first time on, is only a couple steps away. He was only a few steps away when he was picked off. Now the 2-0 pitch. It's a deep left field. Now, left-hander Gordon Richardson in play 
life of Jack Fisher. Jack officially was credited with two and one-third innings of work. Charged with five runs, he gave up five hits. Jack struck out none and walked two. And Gordon Richardson will be pitching to Willie McCovey. So while he warms up, we'll run down the scores once again. At the end of four, Philadelphia nine, the Dodgers nothing. Will Hyde now pitching for the Dodgers. Osteen was the starting pitcher. Ray Culp working for Philadelphia. Corrales, Alex Johnson, Bob Wine, Richie Allen home runs. The end of two and a half, Houston two, Pittsburgh nothing. Don Notabart pitching for the Astros against Bob Friend. The end of one, Chicago nothing, Milwaukee nothing. Bill Paul pitching against Hank Fisher. St. Louis nothing, Cincinnati nothing after one. Ray Sadecki working for the Cardinals against Sammy Ellis. In the American League, the Yankees are scheduled at Kansas City for a single game. Boston playing two at Chicago. At the end of one, Boston nothing, Chicago nothing. Marble Kett pitching for the Red Sox against Howard for the White Sox. Baltimore at Washington for a single ball game at the end of five and a half innings. Baltimore four, Washington three. Don Larson relieving Milt Pappas in the sixth. Western Aram still in the ball game as the starting pitcher for the Senators. Dick Nen, a home run the fourth with no one on. At the end of one, Cleveland nothing, Minnesota nothing. Hargan against Merritt, two newcomers to the American League. Also scheduled, Detroit at Los Angeles. Right now, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WGY, a tunnel of the Isles connected in. While we have this opportunity, we'll take advantage of it to appraise you of President Johnson's just-completed press conference. He opened his conference at his Texas farm by congratulating the astronauts and announcing plans for the astronauts, as he indicated earlier when he talked with them, uh, that they would be going on a world tour along with other astronauts to better, uh, to better world understanding of the situations now taking place. The president announced the end of the 75-day-old shipping strike, but in query, in response to a reporter's query as to the status of the steel strike, could give no answer but that he hoped it would be settled before the Tuesday deadline. The president announced the appointment of John Gronowski, U.S. Postmaster General, as ambassador to Poland. His successor will be Lawrence O'Brien, who has been up to this time a special assistant to the president. He also touched on international situations, saying that for the first time, agreement is now in the Dominican Republic. He is also hoping for a peaceful settlement of the Kashmir dispute between Pakistan and India. We'll have further details on the 6 p.m. news on WGY. One ball, two strikes. Richardson, a left-hand pitcher, taking the signs from Johnny Stevenson. And his next pitch is fouled over the screen. So the count of hold at one and two. Major League record for home runs in one month is held by Rudy York. Only one other batter has hit more than 16 in one month with Willie Mays. Babe Ruth is at 17. Next pitch is fouled back on the screen and the count stays at one ball and two strikes. One ball, two strikes. And the next delivery is swung on a miss, strike three. Actually, a foul tip that was held on to by Gordon Richardson. The indication by the umpire, the ball was a foul tip. So Richardson strikes out his first man. 
as the first strikeout against the Giants in the game so far. And the Mets now have their second out. And the batter will be Jim Ray Hart. Jim flat out to center field his first time up. He's batting at 296, a right-hand batter. And he takes the first pitch for a call strike. Hart has hit 16 home runs this year and driven in 68. Giants lead 5-0, scoring five runs here in the third. Richardson, 26 years of age. Six foot tall, 185. Hard throwing left-hander. Last year won four, lost two for Five deep to right field. Back in the warning track is Joe Christopher. He is there and he makes the catch. That retires the drive, but in the inning, the Giants score five runs on four base hits. There were no errors and no one left on. And the score at the end of two and a half innings. The Giants five. The Mets nothing. Here's a bit of advice about your car that may come in handy. the driver who doesn't care much about money. He's wasting gasoline. Shell mileage experts will tell you that when you accelerate with a wide open throttle, your car may be getting only five miles per gallon. That's right. Five miles per gallon. That's pretty expensive. So Shell experts offer this tip. Take it easy when you're taking off and watch your mileage improve. Of course, the gasoline you use can affect your mileage too. That's why Shell blends a mileage ingredient called Platformate into Super Shell. Platformate actually contains more energy per gallon than the finest 100-octane aviation gasoline, energy that turns into mileage as you drive. So remember this advice from the mileage experts at Shell. Avoid those fast takeoffs, and keep your tank filled with Super Shell gasoline. It's blended to help you get good mileage. Well, the Giants sent eight men to the plate in the third inning. Got five of them across home plate. All the way around the bases, they lead by a score of five to nothing. Now they take the field, and they have made one change. Tony McCovey has been taken out of the ballgame. Len Gableson has moved in at first base from left field. Matty Lou, who was in right field, has moved to left field to take Gableson's place. And in the ballgame and batting in the fourth spot in the batting order, Ken Henderson now playing right field. Mets will have Johnny Lewis against Bob Bolin here in the bottom half of the third. And the first pitch to the left-hand batter is a curveball inside. It's ball one. Johnny batting for the second time. Struck out. Pitching the fastball his first time up. Bob Bolin has struck out four. He got three in the first. Next pitch is looked at for a called strike. One ball, one strike. one delivery popped up. The second baseman, Hal Lanier, going back. The right fielder, Ken Henderson, and Willie Mays also converging. Henderson calls, and Mays lets him take it. Now the Mets will have Eddie Creamfield coming up. Eddie double off the glove of Matty Alou in right field his first time up. Ball was misplayed by Alou and went for a two-base hit. Mets had runners at second and third in the first with one man away. They were left there when Smith and Christopher struck out. They had runners at first and second in the second with two men out, and Ron Hunt struck out. A ground ball on the first pitch hit down to the first baseman, Gableson. He goes over to the pitcher with the throw, and he makes the play at first to retire Crane Ball. That'll bring up Charlie Smith. 
Charlie 0 for 1, batting at 260. Greenville before the out, batting 267. Five. The Mets nothing, two men out, bottom half the third. Bob Boland working for the Giants has given up two hits. And his first pitch to Smith is down low. It's ball one. The 1-0 delivery, and a curveball is bounced toward third. On through in the left field, ball bouncing by the glove of Jim Ray Hart. It's picked up by Matty Lowe, and Smith holds his first base. The Mets have their third base hit in the game. And with two men out, the batter is Joe Christopher. Joe struck out his first time up. Batting at 246. Joe has hit four home runs, driven in 34. Giants lead by five, scoring five and a third. The first pitch is called a strike. Right around the knees, strike one. Mets are playing their 130th ball game. After this homestand, they have only 11 more dates at home. One strike pitch is swung on and missed. Strike two. Homestand ends after five games with Houston. Two on Tuesday night, two on Wednesday afternoon, and one on Thursday afternoon. Now two strikes. A fastball in tight. One ball, two strikes. Balling back again and missing again. It's ball two. Pitch high and away. Backhanded by Tom Holler. Two and two. at first base with a short lead. The next pitch line to left field. Down the line it'll go for a base hit and go for extra bases. Johnny Smith going over to third base being held there. Lou has a strong arm, throws it all the way in. Ball caught on the short hop by Tom Holler right near home. Throw a double for Joe Christopher. Joe has 12 doubles a year and once again the Mets have two base runners and for the second time in the game in three innings they've had base runners at second and third. They have yet to get one across, and the batter this time will be Johnny Stevenson. Tom Howler talking it over with Bob Bolin on the mound, now back behind home plate. Getting set to send the signs out as they get ready for Johnny Stevenson. Johnny batting 227. Tried to bunt his way on his first time up and bunted the first pitch right back to the pitcher. Bob Boland puts the ball in play and they throw over to first base hoping to pick up an out as the Giants claim Joe Christopher missed first but the indication being that Joe touched it as Mel Steiner indicates the safe sign that he touched the bag. Now Boland reading the signs again. Into the windup, here's his pitch. It's swung on a miss, strike one. The 
story more coming. Warming up in the bullpen for the Giants. The Mets threatening here with runners at second and third. The Giants lead 5 nothing. One strike delivery. Swung on him. missed. strike two. Bob Bolin in a similar jam in the first struck out two. He also had runners at first and second and struck out one. Pitching himself out of two jams with strikeouts. It's two strike delivery. Fastball swung on a miss, strike three. So Bowen reaches back and leaves two on, striking out Johnny Stevenson. That strikeout is fifth in the ball game, and all the strikeouts coming with runners on base. No runs, two hits, no errors, two left. And the score at the end of three, the Giants five to miss nothing. Now you're going to hear a terribly sad song about a man who's unlucky in love, but lucky in beer. of Ron Hunt, who tried to track it down from second base. After that, Fuentes, the on-deck batter, 
Beat out a bunch and move Lanier over to third. Bob Bolin helped his dog with a two-strike base hit to center. First pitch, Lanier hit deep to right field. A long run by Joe Critch with the wind holding the ball up. He makes the catch. So on one pitch, the second out. Put in the record book, and it brings up the shortstop, Tito Fuente, who scored when... Len Gableson hit him to a fourth play in the third. Matty Alou walked in that third. To load up the bases. Gableson got one in when he grounded out, leaving two on for Willie Mays, who hit his 41st home run to make it a 5 nothing game. Duentes with his first hit in the series. A punt at last time up takes high. It's ball one. He's batting 195, a right-hand batter. Richardson with the sign and back again. And a swing in the miss. Strike one. Duentes is a Cuban. He played at Tacoma. The early part of this year, batted 3-11. He swings and misses again at strike two. One ball, two strikes. Richardson at 1-2, and the pitch is swung on a missed strike three, so Gordon takes the side away in order, picking up his second strikeout since coming in the game. He now has retired five in a row since coming in the game, and the score at the end of three and a half innings, the Giants five to miss nothing. Now here's Lindsey Nelson with another unusual fact from the Vice Roy Hall of Records. Got a question for you. Know when the first night game was played? I was surprised it was so long ago. But the Viceroy Hall of Records gives the nod to a couple of amateur teams that played in Massachusetts. The year, 1880. Surprising, huh? But I'll tell you this. It's no surprise to see more and more smokers choosing Viceroy. It's because Viceroy's got the taste that's right. You see, Viceroy is specifically designed to taste the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Viceroy is not too strong like some brands that taste as if they didn't have a filter and not too light like some others. You know the kind. They just don't seem to satisfy your taste. But when you light up a Viceroy, you get the filter cigarette that's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the taste that's right. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Not too strong and not too light. The taste that's right. Betty now in the bottom half of the fourth. Their first man up will be Ron Swoboda. He'll be followed by Roy McMillan and then the pitcher or the pitcher's position. They trail 5-0. On the mound with the 5-0 lead is Bob Bullen. Bob has struck out five and has given up four base hits. He hits the first pitch in the right field. Right there is Henderson. He makes an easy catch of the line drive. Henderson is a very good-looking outfield prospect. He plays center field, right field, and left. He made that catch just like he was Willie May. It was a hard shot to right, and he just nonchalanted the ball as he put it away. So on one pitch, Ron Swoboda goes back to the bench. He had fought out the left field his first time up, and the batter will be Roy McMillan, who singled the left field his first time up. 53, a right-hand batter. he takes the first pitch for a call strike. One strike count on Roy McMillan. Roy three for seven against the Giants in this three-game series. 
One strike delivery is a high fastball. Pitch is inside and it's ball one. All the scoring in the game coming in the top of the third. The Giants scoring five as they send eight up. All five runs charged to Jack Fisher, the starting pitcher. One-one pitch. A slider outside and low, and it's ball two. Two balls, one strike. And the next delivery is popped up. First baseman Len Gableson and Al Lanier, the second baseman right there. Lanier calls, and he makes the catch. So two away in the bottom half of the fourth, and the batter is Gordon Richardson. is all for four. He bats from the right-hand side. Has pretty good swing. Right here with the Mets trailing by five. West Western not wanting to use up any more pitching as he has five games coming up against Houston. We'll be telling you about that in a minute. First pitch is a call strike for strike one. Five games in three days. top of that, Richardson has looked good. He has retired all five that he has faced. He takes high now, and it's one ball, one strike. And the next pitch is a curveball. Swung on and missed, strike two. One ball, two strikes. Boland back again, and the fastball is in, strike three. So Bob Boland strikes out a sixth man in the ball game, retiring the side in order. And the score at the end of four, the Giants five, the Mets nothing. As we were mentioning, West Westrom has five games coming up starting Tuesday with a twilight doubleheader against the Houston Astros. They also play a doubleheader on Wednesday. That's an afternoon game starting at 1 o'clock. The Twinighter starts at 6. Then Thursday, the Mets close out the homestand with a 2 o'clock day game against the Astros. Scheduled pitchers for the Tuesday night game, Robin Roberts. Now back in the National League, he has had quite a start in the National League in his second childhood, so to speak. Won his first two games on four-hit shutouts. And along with Robin Roberts, it'll be Bob Bruce. So the Astros will have two right-handers. The Mets will counter with two left-handers, Tug McGraw and Larry Miller. Tug off of two big wins over the St. Louis Cardinals and the Dodgers. Tug defeating Sandy Koufax his last time out. And that's no chore. And he can toss off lightly. So we're looking forward to five with the Astros starting Tuesday night. Hope you can be with us out here at Shea Stadium. If not, the games will be on radio and television. In the National League at the end of five and a half innings, Philadelphia leading the Dodgers by a score of 9-1. to one. The Dodgers finally scored in the top of the sixth on a home run by Willie Davis. Rohide still pitching for the Dodgers in place of Claude Osteen, the starting pitcher. Ray Culp going so far all the way for the Phillies. Corrales, Alex Johnson, Bob Wine, Richie Allen, and Willie Davis, home runs in the game. Right here, it's a 5 nothing game with Bob Bolin, the batter against Gordon Richardson. Bob, a right-hand batter, and he takes the first pitch, hits strike one. Bolin helped his cause in the five-run third when he singled on a two-strike count in the center field off Jack Fisher to keep the rally going. It drove in the first run of the game. Bolin 
now with three runs batted in, hitting 152. He takes low, and it's one ball, one strike. One ball, one strike. And the next delivery is hit in the air to shallow right center field. Joe Christopher coming over. Johnny Lewis also there. And Johnny cuts across to make the catch. So they get Bob Bowling for the first out in the top of the fifth. And with the Giants leading 5 nothing, the leadoff batter, Matty Alou, will be coming up. At the end of seven, a tie game. Baltimore 4, Washington 4. Larson pitching for the Orioles. Buster Nerum for the Senators. In the three, Minnesota one, Cleveland nothing. Hargan against Merritt. And also scheduled for the Yankees at Kansas City, Detroit at Los Angeles. Matty Alou now the batter. He tries to run. It's in the air. Greenville will get to it, and he makes the catch in foul territory. So Alou is disposed of on a bunt try, and now the Mets have their second out in the top of the fifth, and the batter will be Len Gableson. has driven in the run. He hit into a force play to score a second run for the Giants when they scored five in the third. They lead five nothing. And he also walked in four pitches. He's betting an even 300 with his 0 for 1. And he bounces the first ball by Cookie Lavagetto for a foul ball, strike one. Have yourself a gala evening at Jones Beach this season. Enjoy a buffet dinner at the Marine Theater. Then see Mardi Gras, Kyle Martin's new musical extravaganza. It's the best ever at Jones Beach. One strike count on the left-hand batter, and he takes inside corner for a call strike two. Gableson jumping away, thinking the pitch was inside. Still thinks it's inside as he talks back to the umpire, Stan Landis. Gableson stands right on top of the plate. He's no more than a foot away. Now Gableson ready to go, and Gordon Richardson ready to go. And the next pitch is swung on a miss, strike three. So Gordon Richardson picks up his third strikeout in two and two-thirds innings. And he now has retired eight in a row since coming in the ball game and the score. At the end of four and a half, the Giants five, the Mets nothing. Now, coming in to do the play-by-play, Mr. Bob Murphy. But first, here's a very sad French-Canadian song about a fellow who lost the key of his clarinet. Listen. J'ai perdu le dos de ma clarinette is a song with the kind of humor French Canadians love. But one song leads to another, and the thirst that follows is no laughing matter. Canadians love, but one song leads to another, and the thirst that follows is no laughing matter. Grand is what they'll sing as they reach for a beer, probably Rheingold Extra Dry. In fact, in New York City, where there are more different kinds of people than in any other city in the world, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. Why do French Canadians like Rheingold? We don't know, but we must be doing something right. Right. <laughs> 
kind of humor French Canadians love. But one song leads to another, and the thirst that follows is no laughing matter. In New York City, where there are more different kinds of people than in any other city in the world, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. Why do French Canadians like Rheingold? We don't know, but we must be doing something right. half of inning number five. Ron Hunt will try and get something going for New York against hard-throwing Bob Bullock. And the curve is under the knees. One ball and no strikes. Ron has been hit by a pitch and struck out. Nothing for one. Ron now starting that rhythmic staccato, hoping the Mets can get it working. It's taken high. Two balls and no strikes.
first and third. Nobody out. And Charlie Smith coming up. Charlie has been struck out and singled it up. One hit and two times at bat.
Johnny Stevenson has tried to bunny his way on and been thrown out and been struck out. No hits and two times at bat. Johnny hitting 224. He's a left-hand batter. Bowling pitcher on the way. Curve outside. One ball and no strikes. and he pops it high into the air, a foul ball back toward the crowd, and it's out of play. It's a fastball to the side. Two balls and a strike. Giants scored their five runs in the third inning. Curve ball high, three and one. Ron Swoboda waiting on deck. Big blow for the Giants was the three-run homer by Willie Mays. delivery. Inside and high, ball four. Runners on first and second, two down, Ron Swoboda is coming up. Ron has slid to left and lined the ball hard to the right fielder Henderson. And now on signal, Tom Haller is going to the mound to talk to Bob Bullock. Herman Frank standing on the dugout floor near the front corner of the dugout, flanked on one side by Cookie Lavagetto and on the other by Charlie Fox. And they all fully realize that Ron Swoboda is the kind of hitter you have to be careful with. A high pop fly in the short left field. But when he's the shortstop goes back, in comes Matty Alou, and Alou takes it for the out. Bad is retired. New York scoring two runs. On two hits. No errors. Two left on. Now five innings complete. It's the Giants. Five runs. Five hits and no errors. The New York Mets two runs. Six hits and no errors. A day off tomorrow and a twin bill Tuesday evening against the Astros starting at 6 p.m. Bob Bruce and Robin Roberts pitching for Houston. Doug McGraw and Larry Miller for the New York Mets. At County Max Stadium, the Philadelphia Phils lead the Los Angeles Dodgers 10-3 at the end of six and a half innings. Osteen, Wilhite, Reed, and, Mc- and Kekich have pitched for the Dodgers, Colt for the Phillies. Corrales, Johnson, Wine, and Allen have homered for Philadelphia. Willie Davis for the Dodgers. Houston 2, Pittsburgh 1 after 4.5, not a bard against friend. Chicago 2, Milwaukee nothing after 4.5, Bill Fall against Hank Fisher. St. Louis had a five-run third to route Sammy Ellis. St. Louis 6, Cincinnati nothing at the end of 2.5, they have Sadecki on the mound. 
Yankees play in Kansas City this afternoon. White Sox are leading the Red Sox 2-0 after four in the first game of a doubleheader, Man Bouquet against Howard. Last of the ninth inning in Washington, with a ball game between the Orioles and Senators tied 4-4. Larson in relief of Pappas, Naram pitching for Washington. Minnesota leading Cleveland 1-0 after three and a half. Steve Hargett against Jim Merritt. Detroit at Los Angeles later today. Now we have a new pitcher in the game for the New York Mets. Bob Moorhead takes over the pitching. As we go to the sixth inning, and Willie Mays will be leading off for the Giants. Gordon Richardson turning in a flawless job in relief. Richardson faced eight men while in relief and retired all eight. Gordon Richardson, in two and two-thirds innings, allowed no runs, no hits. He walked none, and he struck out three. Willie Mays has singled a center and belted a three-run homer. The home run, a record-breaking homer, is 17th during the month of August. 41 home runs, but knocked 89 runs in. More head winds. Down comes the pitch. The knuckleball is swung and missed. And the count strike two. We're in the sixth inning. Giants five and the Mets two. back is Johnny Lewis. He's under it, taps the glove, and puts it away. Two outs, nobody on in the top of the sixth inning, and the batter now is Jim Ray Hart. Third baseman Jim Ray Hart has fly deep to center and fly to right. No hits and two times up. Batting at 296. He's a right-hand hitter with good power. He has 16 home runs. Curve low and away. One ball, no strikes.
wild pitch, not officially with nobody on, but it sailed all the way to the backstop. Two balls and no strikes. Tom Haller kneeling in the on-deck circle. Now Moore hits 2-0 delivery. Breaking ball inside, and he falls behind on Jim Hart. Three balls and no strikes. If the Mets can pull this one out, they will win six games this year from the Giants, the same number they won from the Dodgers. Ball four, and Jim Hart walks on four pitches. Tom Haller will be coming up. Haller has popped a short, grounded out to Eddie Cranepool. Haller 0 for 2. Tom is batting 242 with 10 home runs and 34 runs batted out. Now more hits. A breaking ball gets away from Johnny Stevenson and hit off the shin guard of Stan Landis. So going on to second base goes Jim Hart. Knuckleball by Bob Moorhead. This will be a fastball charged to Johnny Stevenson. Now Bob eyes the runner at second. Here's his pitch on the way. Down on the dirt, a good stop by Johnny Stevenson. Two balls and no strikes. the knuckleball and it's over for a strike two and one Al Lanier is in the on deck circle pitching two and one Lowell in the dirt bounds away and moving on to third goes Jim Hart Another pass ball carries to Johnny Stevenson. That was down in the dirt, though. So hard to drew a walk has now gone around to third on a couple of pass balls. That last knuckler hit the dirt in front of the plate. Normally, those are scored a wild pitch. Three and one on Tom Haller. More hit out of his windup. Here's the pitch. It's too high, ball four, and Haller goes to first. Started off the five-run inning back in the third with a fly ball, windblown double down the right field line. He moved over to third on a bunt single by Tito Fuentes. Bob Bolin behind on the count, then singled up the middle, driving in the first run. Glenn Gabrielson's grounder drove in the second run, and Willie Mays hit a three-run homer to make it five-nothing in favor of the Giants. That's got two runs in their half of the fifth inning, so it's five to two. The Giants are batting here in the sixth inning. Runners on first and third and two outs. It's thrown to Hal Lanier. It's in at the knees for a call strike. down to third, fielded by Charlie Smith. He begs to Ron Hunt, and they have the force play of the side of side. 
for the Giants in the sixth. No runs, no hits, no errors, and two left. At the end of five and a half, the score, Giants five and the Mets two. Last of the sixth inning, Roy McMillan will be up against Bob Bullitt. Mack has single to left and been retired on a pop fly to second, one for two. Mets will get warm-up action in their bullpen. Bob Moorhead is scheduled up next. Fastball too high. One ball and no strikes. A lot of great-looking batters brought here today by the Mets' young following. the air to shallow left center. Matty Alou comes galloping in and makes the catch. One away, nobody on. And now Chuck Hiller will bat for Bob Moorhead. this afternoon is 46,033, a marvelous crowd. The total attendance, 47,170. Line drive in the air to right. In comes Henderson. He picks it off shoulder high. Hiller hitting the first pitch. Lines to Henderson and right. For three days with the Giants, have drawn 150,347. So the seven-day period with the Dodgers and the Giants coming into New York attracted almost 300,000, 299,145. batting at the top of the order as Bob Bullen winds and pitches and the curve is a strike on the inside corner. Now the pitch on the way. And it's popped up. He hit him off the fist with a good pitch. Gabriel's in the first base but near the bag in fair territory takes it for the eye. Bullen coming back with a strong inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Now six innings complete. The Giants five and the New York Mets two. It's hard to imagine New York City without every kind of jazz from Dixieland to Progressive. Fortunately, you don't have to. Listen. That's Backstreet Rag, a uniquely American sound. It came up the Mississippi out of New Orleans with the Negro jazz men who played it to the world. But they didn't stop with Dixieland and the blues. Little David's Fugue by John Lewis is a new sound that's part of a new generation. But whether it's the old jazz or the new, it's thirsty work for the musicians. And when they put down their instruments, they'll pick up a cold beer. 
often Rheingold Extra Dry. In fact, in New York City, where there are more kinds of jazz than in any other city in the world, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. Why do so many people like Rheingold? We don't know, but we must be doing something right. on the pitch now for the New York Mets, and before we go to the seventh inning, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're tuned to a 10 on the radio dial, WGY Schenectady, your station for Mets baseball in the Northeast. Bob Murphy with Ralph Gainer and Lindsey Nelson from Shea Stadium. Dave Eilers now on the pitch for New York as the game goes to the seventh. Tito Fawini is the shortstop, hitting eighth in the order, will be leading off. Third ball game for Dave since he joined the Mets. His first two appearances, he has chalked up a save and a win, relieving against the Cardinals and the Dodgers. Tito Fuentes has a bunt single and has been struck out, one hit and two times up. Dave, a right-hander, a sinker ball pitcher. A high fly hit deep to left by Fuentes. Back to Swoboda. Near the bullpen, he reaches and makes the cut. Brian Swoboda was right up against the screen in front of the bullpen bench. Reached over his head and made a one-hand grab of that drive hit by Tito Fuentes. Ballpark was just the right size to hold that one. Dick Schofield is coming out. And Schofield is going to hit for Bob Bolin. So Herman Franks making a move here. Not taking any chances on Bolin tying, although Bolin came back strong for an impressive sixth inning. Outside the high, one ball and no strikes on Dick Schofield. Breaking ball over, a strike, one ball and one strike. Masanori Murakami and Frank Lindsay are the pitchers getting ready in the giant bullpen. Ground ball raked to second. Ryan Hunt in front of it. Dixon out of the dirt, juggles and throws. He got him by a running stride. Two outs and nobody on top of the seventh. The leadoff batter, Matty Alou, comes up for the fourth time. Matty has fouled out to Johnny Stevenson, reached on a walk, and fouled out to Greenville trying to bust. One ball and no strikes. ball into left field. Ryan Swoboda is in a stride. He's under it, and he takes it. The side is out. So Dave Eilers gets the jazz quickly in the top of the seventh. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Seventh inning stretch time at the end of six and a half. The score, Jazz five and the Mets two. Now it's time for another unusual fact from the Viceroy Hall of Records. 
Today's story could be called a batter's nightmare. When Frank Chess was playing for Chicago, he reached base five times in one ball game. But Frank wasn't doing the hitting. He was hit with five pitch balls. Ouch. Now let's turn to a more pleasant subject and talk about Viceroy. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. You know why? Because Viceroy is specifically designed to taste the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong like some brands that taste as if they didn't have a filter. And not too light like some others. You know the kind. They just don't seem to satisfy your taste. But when you light up a Viceroy, you get the filter cigarette that's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the taste that's right. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Not too strong and not too light. Good year at relief. Murakami has won three and lost only one. Every appearance for Masanori has been in relief with one exception. He started one ball game on Masanori Murakami Day at Candlestick Park, uh, a ball game he started against San Francisco. That game, by the way, against Philadelphia, and that ball game, by the way, wound up 15 to 9. Left-hand hitters coming up, Johnny Lewis and Ed Cranepool, and so Herman Franks comes in with Masanori Murakami. He's a curveball stylist, but he gets the ball over. Breaking ball on the outside corner, strike one goal. Johnny Lewis singled his last time up to help build a run. Johnny has one hit and three trips. Jim Hart plays him in close at third, but when he shades towards second, and it's popped up on the left side of the diamond. Hart drifting back behind third in fair territory has it for the out. One out and nobody on. Eddie Craneville will be hitting. Eddie has a double and a single and three times up. Eddie now has hiked his batting average on his home stand to 268. Pittsburgh has now gone out in front of the Houston Astros after being behind in the early part of the ballgame. On the outside corner, strike one call to Eddie Greenville. on the way, and it gets the outside corner, a breaking ball to Cranepool, a two-strike count. The Giants are out in front on the strength of a three-run homer by Willie Mays back in the third inning. They lead five to two. Swing and a miss, he struck him out. Two up and two cast aside by Masanori Murakami. Charlie Smith has struck out, single to left, and reached on a force play. 
but he reached on the force play in the fifth inning. He knocked in a run. Eddie Cranville and Charlie Smith have been credited with the two RBIs for New York. Urakami over the head. The pitch to Charlie Smith. A swing and a miss on a curve in the count strike one. Watching Urakami work, he seems to pitch with a minimum of effort. Now he goes to his fastball. It's inside. One ball and one strike. will not have Nirakami next year. Masi will stay and play baseball in Tokyo. Pitching one and one. Low and outside. Two balls and a strike. They had quite a hassle over Nirakami before the season started. Inside, ball three, three and one. A lot of cablegrams were sent back and forth before they finally decided that Hirakami would honor his contract with the Giants instead of remaining in Tokyo to play, where, as you can imagine, he is their top baseball celebrity. 3-1 delivery. Foul pop-up. No play. This is back beyond the screen into the crowd. Swing and a miss. Murakami struck him out. So Murakami comes in to get the side in order. The Mets unable to get the ball out of the infield. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. Seven innings complete. The Giants, five runs, five hits, no errors. New York, two runs, six hits, and no errors. Now let's get right up to date now on the pennant race. Last of the eighth inning in Philadelphia. Bills having a big day bombarding Dodger pitching. They are out in front 10-3 behind Ray Culp. Osteen was the Dodger starter. He went out in a five-run Philadelphia third inning. Phillies have hit four home runs. Corrales, Johnson, Wine, and Allen. Willie Davis hit one for the Dodgers. Pittsburgh tied Houston in the fifth inning. Got two more in the sixth inning to go in front. It's now Pittsburgh four, Houston two at the end of six. Gibbon is the fourth Pirate Hurler. Natabart has gone all the way for Houston. Chicago got three in the sixth inning. The Cubs now lead Milwaukee 5-2 at the end of six and a half. Braves have lost five in a row. Bill, Bill Fall is the Chicago pitcher. Billy Williams, Ron Sano, and Ernie Banks have all homered for Chicago. Big day for the Cardinals. They lead Cincinnati 10 to nothing after four and a half behind Ray Sadecki. Reds just got four runs in the fifth inning on two-run homers by Harper and Benson. So it's St. Louis 10-4 at the end of five. Right here we go to the eighth inning, and Len Gabrielson is the leadoff batter against Dave Eiler. Pitches inside, one ball and no strikes. In the American League, it'll be the Yankees in Kansas City. It'll be Al Downing against Lou Krauss. The Red Sox and the White Sox are tied 2-2 two two at the end of six of the first game of a doubleheader. Baltimore and Washington are tied 4-4 at the end of 11 innings. Ground ball toward the hole. Hunt can't run it down. It goes into right field for a base hit. Minnesota won Cleveland nothing after four and a half. Steve Harden against Jim Merritt. 
And Detroit plays at L.A. And now, electricity going through the crowd marks the presence of Willie Mays as the hitter. The Giants, I beg your pardon, are out in front on the strength of the three-run homer hit by Willie Mays back in the third inning. Towering pop-up outside first in foul territory. Cranville drifting over by the dugout. Makes the catch. One out and one on. Well, it's hard to really say who's the biggest attraction in New York, the Dodgers or the Giants. In eight dates at Jay Stadium with the Dodgers this year, the Mets drew 340,758. In eight dates against the Giants this year at Jay Stadium, 336,278. Just about a standoff. And the Dodgers and Giants combined to attract, playing the Mets, 677,000. Outside and low on Ken Henderson. One ball and no strikes. Dave Eiler's looking in for his sign. Gabrielson is on first. One out. Ground ball hit toward the hole. It's going through for a base hit to right. Gabrielson on his way to third. There'll be no play for him. And now the Giants have runners on first and third with one out. by Ken Henderson. Giants have runners on first and third and the batter is Jim Ray Hart. Now Ron Hunt and Roy McMillan are looking for two. Ron shades a bit towards second. Jim Hart has flied out twice. Last time at bat he reached on a walk. Batting at 296. Pitch is over. Strike one call. 28-year-old Dave Eilers, stocky right-hander from Carmine, Texas, pitching in relief for the New York Mets. Lined in the air to center field, running forward is Johnny Lewis, running, running, and he can't handle it and breaks off his glove. Gabrielson down the line to score. Christopher scoops the ball up. And the runners wind up on second and third. Hart the batter on second and Ken Henderson on third. It's going to go as a two-base hit. Johnny Lewis, after a long run to the alley in right center, got a glove on it but was unable to hold it. A two-base hit for Jim Hart and a run batted in. His 69th RBI. Giants now take a 6-2 lead. intentional walk will be given to Tom Haller, the left-hand batter with first base open. Right-hand batter Hal Lanier is on deck. Ball two served outside intentionally by Dave Eilers.
Kyle Lanier waiting to bat next. Has one hit and three times up. He got a windblown double down the right field line to start off a five-run inning back in the third. Now Haller goes down to first on the intentional pass. Well, fans, remember, Viceroy's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the case that's right. Lanier hitting at 233, a rangy right-hand hitter. Now, Hatter's out of his windup. The pitch ground ball hit toward the hole. Grabbed by McMillan. The throw to second. Low throw goes into the outfield. One run is in. Now, digging for the plate is Jim Hart. He'll come in to score. Power goes to third, and Lemire all the way to second base. That was a slow bouncer hit toward the hole. McMillan made a good play in reaching the ball. But his off-balance throw was a low throw. It was in the dirt. It skipped into the outfield. So score it, a base hit for Hal Lanier of the infield variety. The base hit brought home Ken Henderson. And the second run, Jim Hart, comes in to score on a throwing error charged to Roy McMillan. Meanwhile, Haller goes around to third, and Lanier goes into second. Three runs are in, and the Giants now lead 8-2. to two. A swing and a miss by Tito Pawinney, strike one. McMillan has had a remarkable year, had gone 41 consecutive games without an error. Runners on second and third, one man out, the batter is Tito for winnings. Swing and a miss on a breaking pitch. Giants now have three runs in. On four hits, an intentional walk and an error here on the top of the eighth inning, and they've opened up an 8-2 to two lead. High foul fly wafted back over into the crowd. No play. Well, all the National League ball clubs have tomorrow off. The Giants resume action Tuesday evening with a doubleheader in Philadelphia. And let's resume with a doubleheader right here at Shea Stadium Tuesday evening against Houston. Starting time for the doubleheader is 6 p.m. The infield drawn in. The batter is Tito Fuentes. Here's the two-strike pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out on a foul tip. Fuentes didn't mean to hit the ball. He was trying to defend himself and get out of the way. But as he swung the batter around, getting out of the way, it ticked his bat handle and was held on to by Johnny Stevenson. Now Murakami coming up. Left-hand batter. The infield dropping back now with two men down. Foul tip, strike one. Hero County has been up ten times this year, had one hit. This is the largest Sunday single game crowd in New York Mets baseball history. Here's the two-strike delivery. Ground ball hit down to third. Charlie Smith straightens up. Throws to Cranepool. The Giants are out after scoring three of the eighth inning. 
They score three runs. There were four hits. One error charged to McMillan. And two left on. At the end of seven and a half innings to score, the Giants eight and the New York Mets two. Say, is this one of those days when you're not yourself? You'll feel more so when you listen to this. This song gets sung over and over at Irish parties and picnics until the singers raise a ferocious thirst. Then they change their tune. Come fill up your glasses and drink what you will on the languages of the day. Are more Irish than in the whole of Dublin. More people drink Rheingold than any other beer. Why do Irish Americans like Rheingold? We don't know, but we must be doing something right. I'm a man you don't meet every day, every day. I'm a man you don't meet every day. Last half of the eighth inning, Joe Christopher coming up for New York. County Mike Stadium, the Phillies blasting the Dodgers this afternoon, 13 to 3. So the five ball clubs chasing the Los Angeles Dodgers presented with a golden opportunity. A high fly hit by Christopher, way, way up and going. There it goes, a home run. Coming out of the dugout, he'll hit for Johnny Stevenson. Here's the line score on the Dodger-Philly game. Philadelphia, 13 runs, 15 hits and no errors. The Dodgers, 3 runs, 5 hits and no errors. Ray Culp all the way, winning his ninth game. The Phillies hit 4 home runs. Bat Corrales, Alex Jensen, Bobby Wine, and Richie Allen all homered. Willie Davis for the Dodgers. Claude Osteen, who was knocked out in the third inning, is the losing pitcher. of the ball clubs chasing the Dodgers are losing right now. The Braves are losing to the Cubs 5-2 after 7 innings. Cincinnati losing to the Cardinals 10-4 after 5.5. Jim Schaefer up. A swing and a miss. Strike one. Outside corner, strike two. Now the two strike pitch, fastball outside, one ball and two strikes. out of his windup, pitch to Schaefer, check swing and a foul ball back toward the dugout, no play. Larry Miller and Tug McGraw take the mound on Tuesday evening against the Houston Astros. 
And they will be pitching Robin Roberts and Bob Bruce. One-two delivery. Outside the high. It's two-and-two two on Jim Schaefer, batting for Johnny Stevenson. Pitching two-and-two. Two. Breaking ball is in. Strike three call. Murakami now has struck out three of the five batters that he has faced. Ron Swoboda has flied to left, lined out to right, and flied to left. Nothing for three. Ron hitting a 234. Ron already holds the rookie record for home runs this season for the New York Mets. Right in there, strike one call to the letters. Gentle breeze blowing from right across toward left. Inside and low on Ron, one and one. Roy McMillan is the on-deck batter. Here's the one-one delivery. He whacks it foul high into the air and back toward the second level. hasn't altered his batting stance any to speak of, but he has moved closer to the plate, and it has helped him out considerably. First part of the year, he was standing well back from the plate, and they were curving him over that outside corner, and it was aggravating him considerably. The 1-2 delivery, outside and high, it's 2-2 two and two on Ron. Giants with a victory can move back within a game and a half of the league-leading Dodgers. Now the pitch by Murakami, taken outside, full count three and two. Cincinnati in a position to move within a half game of the Dodgers, but they are losing to St. Louis, 10 to four. used Sandy Koufax in the ninth inning as a relief pitcher last night. They are hard hit with their two relief aces, both sidelined right now, Ron Peronowski and Bob Miller. Miller with a sore arm and Peronowski with a hamstring muscle pull. It's outside and Ron Swoboda goes down to first. To right and fly to left, nothing for three. Ron hitting a 234. Ron already holds the rookie record for home runs this season for the New York Mets. Right in there, strike one call to the letters. Gentle breeze blowing from right across toward left. Inside and low on Ron, one and one. Roy McMillan is the on-deck batter. Here's the 1-1 delivery. He whacks it foul high into the air and back toward the second level. Ron hasn't altered his batting stance any to speak of, but he has moved closer to the plate, and it has helped him out considerably. 
first part of the year, he was standing well back from the plate, and they were curving him over that outside corner, and it was aggravating him considerably. The one-two delivery, outside and high, it's two and two on Rock. Giants with a victory can move back within a game and a half of the league-leading Dodgers. Now the pitch by Murakami, taken outside, full count, three and two. Cincinnati in a position to move within a half game of the Dodgers, but they are losing to St. Louis, 10 to four. Dodgers used Sandy Koufax in the ninth inning as a relief pitcher last night. They are hard hit with their two relief aces, both sidelined right now, Ron Peronowski and Bob Miller. Miller with a sore arm and Peronowski with a hamstring muscle pull. It's outside and Ron Swoboda goes down to first. Roy McMillan has singled to left, popped to second, and fly to left center. Let's get the bullpen going now with Dave Eilers due up next. Dave being called back to the dugout. Swing and a miss on a fastball. It's strike one. Jim Hickman has come out of the dugout, moved out into the on-deck circle to bat for Dave Eilers. One out and one on. Outside and a high on the count, one and one. Now Murakami checks the runners. Breaking ball, a swing and a miss. It's one ball and two strikes. Doug McGraw tuning up along with Tom Parsons. Jim Bethke had been warming up. Jim may be already warmed up. Ron Swoboda on first, one out. Marshy's 1-2 delivery. He has hit foul. Back into the crowd, no play. Murakami off the stretch, the 1-2 pitch. Pop foul again by McMillan. And once again, no play for Gabrielson. It'll be in the field box area behind the dugout. He checks the runner, Ron Swoboda. Here's the pitch to McMillan. A swing and a miss. He got him on a change-up breaking ball. Right here we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. 
You're tuned to 810 on the radio dial, WGY Schenectady, your station for Mets baseball in the Northeast. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Carter from Shea Stadium. The Mets trailing 8-3 were in the last half of the eighth inning. Jim Hickman, batting for Dave Adders, takes up high, ball one. Murakami, in less than two full innings in relief, has now struck out four men. Masi, a curveball status. Pitches to Hickman and gets the outside corner. He had pinpoint control with it. One ball, one strike. ball cut on and put back up above the press box into the crowd. The doubleheaders through Tuesday evening and Wednesday afternoon are the last home doubleheaders of the year. Murakami checks the runner. In comes the pit. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. He got him with a high hard one. Murakami has now struck out five in two innings. One run, one hit a home run by Joe Christopher. No errors. One left on. At the end of eight innings, the score, the Giants eighth and the New York Mets three. Sixteen home. Sixteen home games remaining after the action here this afternoon. Tickets for the 16 remaining home games are on sale seven days a week at the advanced sale window at Entrance D here at Shea Stadium. In Manhattan, you can buy tickets for the remaining home games of the New York Mets at the Long Island Railroad waiting room at Penn Station, the Grand Central Terminal at the foot of the 42nd Street and Vanderbilt Avenue ramp. And for Mets fans who live on Long Island, tickets are on sale during regular store hours at Macy's and the Walt Whitman Shopping Center in Huntington. Reservations can be made for box and reserve seats at all Howard closed stores in the greater New York area. And you can take advantage of the instant reservation service, now available at all Charles restaurants and Calico kitchens in the New York area. is now pitching, and Jim Schaefer goes behind the plate for New York as we go to the ninth inning. Bethke is on the mound, Schaefer behind the plate. Jim is the fifth pitcher used by New York this afternoon. Jack Fisher, the starting pitcher, went out in the third. Gordon Richardson worked two and two-thirds. Bob Moorhead pitched one. Dave Eilers, two. And now Jim Bethke takes over. Uh, 
leads off for the Giants in the ninth inning. They are in front of the ball game, eight to three. Now, 18-year-old Jim Bethke winds. Down comes his pitch. A smash hit up the middle for a base hit. Matty Alou with his first hit of the ball game swings around first. That is the 10th hit collected by the Giants. The Mets have three runs on seven hits. Then Gabrielson has reached on a walk. Reached on a fielder's choice, struck out, and singled to right field. One hit and three times up. Gabrielson hitting 299. Fastball just missed the inside corner. One ball and no strikes. Now, Bethke up in pitching position. And he pitches down the middle for a call strike. One and one on Lynn Gabrielson. There goes the runner hitting a run play and a smash that is fouled on the right field line. Just foul and a wicked ground ball hit down the right field line. Giants were playing hit and run. Matty Alou turns and comes back, and the count is one and two on Lynn Gabrielson. Now the one-two delivery. Foul ball off of his foot, and it knocked the feet right out from under Lynn Gabrielson. He wound up sitting down. Charlie Fox comes running down to make sure Lynn is all right. That one really hurt. He got that one right off the ankle. Now Herman Franks also coming out. Now he asked Lynn Gabrielson to sit down so the trainer can take a close look at it. Giants go on to Philadelphia. They have a doubleheader on Tuesday evening. Warren Spahn, the winning pitcher in the opening game of this series, will be pitching in one of the two games against the Phillies on Tuesday evening at County Mac Stadium. Warren Spahn and Ron Herbel are the probable pitchers for the Giants against Philadelphia Tuesday evening. up in pitching position. Fires low and inside on Gabrielson. Two balls and two strikes.
two delivery. Driven deep to center field. Back goes Johnny Lewis. He's getting under it. And Johnny makes the catch in deep center. One out and one on in the top of the ninth inning. Willie Mays coming up again. Willie has a single and a three-run homer. Two hits and four times at bat. Willie now stands alone, number five in the all-time home run derby. His home run today sent him one ahead of Lou Gehrig. It also enabled him to stand alone as the holder of the National League record for the most home runs in one month. Willie's home run was his 17th this month of August. One out and one on. Bethke's pitch. A curve outside. Ball one. The game is now over at Forbes Field, and the Pirates gain a full game on the Dodgers. They're now five games back. They came from behind to beat Houston 4-2. Wilbur Wood was the relief winning pitcher in relief of Bob Friend. He came on in the sixth inning. Nata Bart was the loser. The Pirates used four pitchers in pulling that ball game out. They had Friend the starter, Wilbur Wood, Al McBean in the seventh, and Joe Gibbon in the seventh. He stayed to finish. Breaking ball outside. It's two balls and no strikes on Willie. Chicago with that big middle of their batting order. Billy Williams, Ernie Banks, and Ron Sano having a big day. Are leading the Braves 8-2 to two at the end of 7.5. Williams has hit one homer. Sano has hit one. And Banks has hit two. Lobbed over to first by Jim Bethke. Now the 2-0 delivery. A ground ball hits the shortstop. McMillan flips to Hunt. Now Ron in the dirt. Scooped out by Green Bull. Double play and the tie is out. No runs. One hit. No errors. And none left. At the end of eight and a half innings the score the Giants eight and the New York Mets three. It's very hard to sell sheet music in Jamaica, you know. They make up songs whenever they need them, like this. Having a party, eating rice and peas, and dancing happily as you please. Mmm, charming lady with a very nice smile. Think I'll talk to her for a while. Think I'll talk to her for a while. When Jamaicans get together for a party, the beat is calypso, and the songs are made up on the spot. The party was hilarious as it could be, but in the morning there was news for me. The penny was a man play wedding soon on his wife. The smiling lady is now my wife. The smiling lady is now my wife. And when the singer finds his throat a little dry, something refreshing will be improvised. Probably Rheingold beer. In New York City, where there are more different kinds of people than in any other city in the world, more people drink Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. Why do Jamaicans like Rheingold? We don't know. But we must be doing something right. Last of the ninth inning, Murakami on the mound for the Giants. Ron Hunt will lead off for New York. Masanori in two innings has given up one run, one hit. That was a home run by Joe Christopher. Has walked one man and struck out five. Ron O for two officially has been on twice. He was hit by a pitch and he drew a walk. It's over at the knees, strike one. 
down to third. A big hop where it's taken by Jim Hart. His long throw gets the runner, Ryan Hunt. Last ride. One out in the last of the ninth inning. Johnny Lewis has singled to right. One hit and four times up. Giants have combined the pitching of Bob Boland and Masanori Murakami. Decisive blow, a three-run homer by Willie Mays back in the third inning. Right in there, strike one call to Johnny Lewis. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball in the count strike two. Giants with a victory will be back within a game and a half of the league-leading Dodgers. They'll make back the game they lost last night. Inside the high, it's one ball and two strikes. The one-two delivery, a swing and a miss, he struck him out. Johnny Lewis fan, and that's strikeout number six by Murakami. Two outs, nobody on, Eddie Crane drilled the batter. Today's crowd of 46,033 paid. The largest single Sunday game crowd in Mets baseball history. And the three-game series attracted 150,347. Breaking ball, low and away on Eddie Cranepool. Eddie has a single and double, two hits and four times up, and has driven in a run. He hooks it over the outside edge of the plate. One ball and one strike on Cranepool. All the National League ball clubs get a day off tomorrow, and they go back to action Tuesday evening. One-one pitch. A high fly to left field. It should be a ball game. Waiting under it is Matty Alou. He has it, and the Giants win it. Strong release sent by Murakami in the ninth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. Murakami finishing out for Bob Bolin pitched the last three innings. Allowed one run, gave up one hit, a home run by Joe Christopher, who walked only one man, and he struck out six men in three innings. So the Giants have taken the rubber game of the series. They won the series two games to one, with Philadelphia blasting the Dodgers 13 to three this afternoon. The Giants gain a full game on the league-leading Dodgers. The Giants now are a game and a half out of first place. All National League ball clubs have the day off tomorrow, and the Giants go back to the wars with a doubleheader in Philadelphia Tuesday evening. The Mets resume with a doubleheader against the Astros on Tuesday evening. In today's game, the big blow was a three-run homer by Willie Mays, struck in the third inning. When he hit it, it made the score five to nothing and put the Giants well on the road to victory. For Willie, his 41st home run of the year, his 17th in the month of August, a new National League record. He is now number five in the all-time home run derby, moving one ahead of the beloved and immortal Lou Gehrig. Final score, the Giants, eight runs, ten hits, no errors, and four left. The Mets three runs, seven hits, one error, and nine left. Starting pitcher Bob Bolin, who worked six innings, allowed two runs, gave up just six hits, is the winning pitcher. He now has won eight and lost four. Losing pitcher, the Mets starter, Jack Fisher, now eight and 17. Jack followed to the mound by Gordon Richardson, 
Bob Moorhead, Dave Eilers, and Jim Bethke. So now it's the Astros coming in on Tuesday evening with Tug McGraw and Larry Miller opposing Robin Roberts and Bob Bruce. The twin bill getting underway on Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. 